Welcome aboard, listeners. What up, Gabby? Welcome back to Skyline Reviews. We took last week off. It was kind of chaotic, not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> my thing still says Ashley and Gabby, but I'm Ashley. That's Gabby. I honestly, I hope you're not with us right now. I hope you are enjoying opening night of Fantasmic. Um, lines were freaking crazy. They started over by Tower of Terror, a.k.a. the entrance to Fantasmic, and they stretched from there all the way to the entrance of Hollywood Studios. I even saw a few things. I couldn't tell if it was photoshopped or not, but it looked like lines were also back in Galaxy's Edge, and that is crazy. That seems absolutely not worth it. I don't know. For opening, it's been gone for two weeks now. Two weeks now? Sorry, two years. I'm trying to share the podcast everywhere, as I do. Um, They're not like... I assume they updated some parts of it. Mm-hmm. There's no update. Go ahead, sorry. It can't be that different. It's, it's not that cool. Watch it on YouTube, guys. Yeah, I'm you definitely... You already just spent the day at Disney World. It's not like you didn't get your money worth today. Yeah, they're also showing it twice today, once at uh, 9.30 and once at 8 o'clock. So the first showing should be happening now, and then another one will occur at 9.30. Hopefully some people will uh, go live for the 9.30 one so I can see it, because I kind of want to see it. If not, hopefully, like you said, it'll be on YouTube here in about an hour, hour and a half, I'd say. But it's super exciting. It's one of the bigger things that we've been waiting for to come back to Walt Disney World since the shutdown of covid so just an exciting kind of milestone that we hit. Um, I have a couple friends over on the DBC podcast. They have what's called the DCI, the Disney Comeback Index. And with Fantasmic returning, it has hit 90% of what it was right before COVID. I'm not sure what's missing, though. I need to figure that one out. The dining plans. <laughs> dining plans is definitely one of them. Um, but, yeah. Reboot. Are you good? I love those pictures behind you, Gabrielle. They look amazing. Uh, let's see here. All right, I'm done with that. Uh, well, uh, Merry Christmas from Walt Disney World. Literally overnight from Halloween to November. Have to start celebrating the day after Halloween, but I'm not. Do what? Disney World's allowed to start celebrating Christmas the day after Halloween, but I'm not. I was listening to Christmas music with the kids in the car the other day. Why is one side of my head like I got electrocuted and the other's not also? I think it looks great. Um, But yeah, the gingerbread house is going up at the Contemporary Resort as we speak. I think the gingerbread carousel is already constructed and a whole thing. Um, there's Halloween, or not Halloween, Christmas decorations going up in Toy Story Land. I don't recall ever seeing anything about Christmas in Toy Story Land, so I wonder if that's new. I feel like it's not. 
It's Andy's backyard. He has to put up Christmas decorations. Yeah, I don't know. And the Jingle Cruise is back, of course. Um, I don't think the trees are up yet. But probably by the end of next week, or even midweek, they will be up. So, they are getting into the swing of Christmas, which is super exciting. Disney at Christmas is absolutely gorgeous. So, jealous of anyone who gets to go during the Christmas season. It's also, it's a very, very busy time at Walt Disney right now. Pardon me. It's also Run Disney Weekend. So, on Friday, I think they'll have their first run event. And then that'll go all the way to Sunday, which is when they'll have their full, their full marathon. I saw some people were at the Run Disney Expo today. Um, that also helps out because people going or running for the event this weekend got to see Fantastic for the first time. So that ended up lining up really well for them. Um, Shanghai Disney is closed due to COVID. Honestly, it wouldn't hurt us to like do that again. Or it wouldn't have a couple, a couple months ago, but... You're just jumping through this stuff. I only get two minutes. You've never only used two minutes. Do you have any opinions on Run Disney Weekend? No. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Remember when you wanted to do one of those? I still do. I want to do the princess because it happens on your birthday. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to do it is if it's during your birthday. Hmm. Um, if you are just hearing us in your car, you can catch us live on Pop Culture Pros every Thursday at 8 o'clock, and you can see me trying to cover my face acne with my hat now. Also, probably not every Thursday, because we missed last Thursday. Yeah, like I said. last Thursday? Huh? Why did we miss last Thursday? Um, I think we had some stuff going on. We were busy that night or something. I don't remember. No kidding. Huh? No kidding. Yeah. I think I was working. Uh, But yeah, I do want to run the Princess 5K. Probably couldn't do a half marathon yet. Maybe a 10K. But my butt is probably out of shape. So we'd start with a 5K and see how I do. We're not doing any of these. I'm not paying for you to do any of those. I'll pay for it myself. Um, Yeah. So that's all I really have, like opening wise. As always, follow us on all our social medias at Skyline Reviews on TikTok, which I haven't done in a very long time. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, uh, on our website. I've written a blog post about our first um, our travel day to Walt Disney World when we went. To, it's been two months now. That is so depressing. Which one? Mine. Mm. The one that knocked over your puzzle? There's literally no proof. <laughs> Whatever. She did. I don't believe it. Those Gabrielle. left that puzzle alone for weeks. Gabrielle got it the uh, four-pack of puzzles from Walt Disney World, the ones with all of the icons and the iridescent, whatever you want to call it. They're very odd frame size, though, so she put the Epcot one together, and it's just been chilling on our table. And, like, she's mentioned that, like, we should probably get a frame for that soon. And two mornings ago, I was making the kids breakfast, and I hear something shatter on the floor, and lo and behold, it's Gabrielle's puzzle, and her cat is on top of it. The cat that you, you can barely see her in the picture right now. Oh, 
Oh, there she is. Yep, that one. That one's Callie. She knocked over Gabrielle's puzzle. So frames have been ordered now, and they are hopefully going to be here soon. I don't. I haven't checked that yet. I need to readjust again. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm just like lounging back on this couch. You look so comfy. I know it's not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Are you adjusted? How's the adjusting going? I mean, you're allowed to talk. I can talk if you need to. <laughs> now is the best time of any time to talk about our um, podcast sponsor, that being uh, Orlando for Families, Lee and his team. They're an amazing group of people. If you ever find yourself at Walt Disney World without a stroller and you decide, hey, we could really use a stroller, head on over to OrlandoForFamilies.com. They will meet you at your resort with a stroller um, and a free case of water, which is always helpful because, good Lord, you can never have enough water in Florida. Um, but, yeah, um, they also have a vlog on YouTube called Theme Park Ohana. They seems like they've been doing a lot lately with that. So definitely go check that out. Follow their Facebook page, Theme Park Ohana. I also share our podcast to their Facebook page. Um, and yeah, Gabrielle and I have said several times that strollers are definitely useful at Walt Disney World. We have some opinions we'd like to share about all of that tonight. Uh, you will see that shortly. Um, where was I going to go with this? Oh, um, if you have kids who are a little older but don't think they could survive the day, it is very useful because you don't have to take your stroller to – sorry, I thought you froze. You don't have to take your stroller to the airport. Lee can just meet you there with your stroller, and then he'll pick it up when you're done. You do not have to hassle with the stroller again to the airport. Super, super useful. I definitely yeah, say, like, our boys were four and five. I say by, like, age five – six and older like between the ages of like six to like nine depending on the size of your child if you are a like rope drop to like park clothes kind of person and your kid could fit in a stroller i would just get a stroller yep absolutely it doesn't hurt hold all your junk you can have all your water bottles your sunscreen all the snacks you can have it just holds everything just get the stroller do not be those people though that get the uh, shoe organizer and put it on the back because that stresses me out but i also don't understand how they don't keep the stroller from tipping over yeah because we had problems with ours and we barely had anything in it but like i don't yeah i don't get how the stro whole stroller like once the kids get out how does the stroller not just fall over yeah i don't know yeah, that's that's some math that I definitely could not do. Um, let's see if I can change my name because it's bothering me. If I you're know... ever just on the fence about getting a stroller, though, just get it. Get the stroller immediately. And, like, if you get it and you're like, mm, we didn't really use the stroller, you can leave it in the room. Like, you're, just get the damn stroller. I agree. Um, having a stroller and a, like, studio room with two beds isn't the most ideal it takes up a lot of space but at the end of the day it's worth it 
Um, yeah. Do you have anything else, Gabrielle, on strollers? No. Good. Would you like to introduce our topic tonight? Yeah, because I told you about something and you didn't put it in the doc. So yesterday, um, before we get into what Ashley wants to talk about, we, um, well, yesterday and the day before, because we're old and we go to bed at like nine o'clock. We watched the new oh, yeah. Love and Thunder movie. Mm-hmm. We did do that. This is not going to be a uh, review of that movie because that movie came out many months ago. <laughs> I'm giving us like a five minute timer. I am setting the timer right now. Okay. I actually gave us six minutes, so I have a minute to talk. We have six minutes to talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder and give our opinions on it. Okay. Starting now. I love Mighty Thor. I think she's a badass. I might have a little lady crush on her, too. I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever the movie came out, there were a bunch of references about the damn goats, and now I understand all the references. They're so annoying. Why are they there? They just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, they were like something for kids to laugh at or something. I don't know. It was a really good movie. I mean, it wasn't... It definitely didn't, like, live up to Multiverse of Madness, Endgame, Infinity War, all those, Winter Soldier. But, like, it was a Marvel movie. It was a quality Marvel movie. It's part of the story. I like that Korg was in it more. I think he's a quirky, funny character, and I'm glad he got some more screen time. Yeah. I um, like Lady Thor. I already forgot her name. Jane Foster. Dr. Jane Foster. Mighty Thor. As soon as they said she had cancer, like, you already knew she was going to die, though. <laughs> she have cancer. Oh, yeah, she's going to die. You can't come out and be like, uh, she has cancer. Like, yeah, she's going to die. Um, also, the whole, like, beginning part, like, how the bad guy became the bad guy. Like, even when oh, that was yeah. happening, we both said that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like most of the Marvel movies at this, this point kind of connect to each other, and that one just, like, didn't. But I yeah. don't know. I thought it was really cute at the end, though, where, like, she was love and thunder. That was really cute. But. That was really cute. Gabby and I both looked at each other like, all right, that was pretty adorable. But like, yeah. I I don't, I thought it was weird that like, he literally spent the entire movie, the bad guy spent the whole movie killing off the gods and like, Jane essentially died because she was fighting him and like, it killed her faster and everything. And like, it was all this guy's fault. And then he died. And now Thor just has to take care of his daughter. Yo, your dad killed my girlfriend. Yeah. Like he's not going to have any resentment against her. Okay. He's putting a lot of faith in Thor there. Yeah. And like before Jane dies, like she's like, he was like, she'll be alone. And Jane's like, no, he won't. And at first I was like, that's weird. And then when, like, Thor did whatever, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm not into, like, scary movies and, like, spooky stuff, but not gonna lie, that guy was kind of scary. 
the villain. Yeah, he was a little creepy. Yeah, not a big fan of that. Yeah, I mean, I guess his whole, like, persona was the shadow. I like that, like, they used the kids from whatever, I can't remember what the town's called. New Eyes God. Yeah, the kids were, like, the ones that saved the day and whatever, like, Oh, yeah, when he gives them the... That was cool. Yeah. He made all their weapons. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, the lead kid was Heimdall's son. Yeah. Which was also pretty cool. And, like, he was telling him bedtime stories through his eyes and everything. Like, it was all kind of cool. And, like, but, yeah, it definitely didn't feel like a big Marvel kind of movie. Which also, like... I did. Was it? It was released like in theaters and like this wasn't one of those like it came out in COVID like couldn't be released in theaters kind of movie. Like it came out within the last like six months. Yeah, I feel like it just didn't have the same impact as the other Marvel movies. No, not at all. I don't think it. It like, it's not like a crucial part of the story. Like all of the past, like. Once again, Multiverse of Madness, No Way Home, all of those were, like, a crucial part in the story. Like, No Way Home introduced the Fantastic Four. Multiverse of Madness introduced, like, Sinister, Doctor Strange, and all that. Whereas this one was just Thor and Lady Thor being in love and having stupid screaming goats. And then she just died. And then she died. I mean, which we knew was coming. The Guardians of the Galaxy, like, there in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, what was the part point of having them there in the beginning if they weren't going to, like, come back and help save the day? Yeah, I agree. I feel like they should have come back and helped. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. All in all, good movie. How much time do we have left? Like, 40 seconds. Oh. Yeah, all in all, I'd say it was a great movie. I'd probably give it, like, a three and a half out of five stars. Why would you rate it out of five? We rate things out of ten. Oh. I give it like a seven out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say like six point five seven. Not a crucial part of the story. Thor was just being Thor, and Mighty Thor is a badass. I'll give you that. But other than that, it's it's just a minor detail. Um, I would have liked it more had she not died, and they could have like stayed together, like built her character. Yeah. Like, maybe they both could have killed the villain, and then they both could have adopted the daughter. Yeah, and, like, they could have built her character out. Yeah. Our time was up. Oh, bummer. Yeah, they, like, there's a lot that they could have done there, and they just didn't do a lot. But alas, what are we doing today? All right, tonight we are talking about things that aren't it at Walt Disney World. Things that just don't hit for us. Um, we compiled a list of 10 things that don't hit. Um, while compiling this list over dinner, Gabrielle kept telling me that um, things that I wanted to put on there were not valid. I also didn't put a 10th thing, Gabrielle. And I just thought of what I wanted it to be, and now I forget again. So there's that. Maybe it'll come to me. Hmm? You were coming up with things that were wrong. Not wrong. 
But you just didn't agree with it. I didn't have an argument. Number one or ten. This is in absolutely no order. Oh, pardon me. First one on our list um, that I chose, Genie Plus is just not it for me. Um, I want to go back to free fast passes. I think that paying $15 really sucks. It sucks. Huh? Doesn't it cost more now? Depending on the day. Exactly. It's fluctuating. Yeah. The prices fluctuate depending on the attendance and the uh, projected attendance. It sucks that free fast pass is gone, like I said. Um, I miss the days when you could just get up at seven, pick three fast passes, and once those were gone, you could have more on the day you had them. That was nice. Now I have to get up at seven. Well, I have to be on the Skyliner by 6.50 and hope that I'm not to my next destination by seven so I can get that first pick. And if I happen to land at the Skyliner station at seven, I just ruined. Because I have to shepherd my entire family to the next gondola to do it. Go ahead. I don't have anything. This is yours. I'm letting you have your moment here. I just, I don't like it. I don't like Genie Plus. Um, the only good thing that came of this is we did not have to wait in line with our toddlers. I, what? Sounds like maybe Genie Plus isn't that bad, but okay. That's the only thing that I liked about it. I didn't like paying $15. I didn't like having to make selections at 7 a.m. while I was on the bus or the Skyliner. Or It was not a very user-friendly system either. No. Like, once you park hop, you have to, like, configure that thing every time you get on it or... Sorry, Charlie. And I found that very annoying. Um, and by set, like... By 7.15, Slinky Dog Dash is gone, Expedition Everest is gone, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is gone, and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is gone. Just like that. By 7.15. So at like 11.30, when I didn't get my Slinky Dog Dash Fast Pass, Lightning Lane, whatever the hell it is, and my toddler's melting down on the floor because he wants to ride it, I'm shit out of luck because they were all gone at 7.15 and there's probably none available right now. Don't act like your toddler had a meltdown on the floor. Do what? Don't act like your toddler had a meltdown on the floor. No, we're really good at redirecting. That is our strong suit. We. Re- redirecting with food, that is. Um, And then and just an important subcategory that also sucks under Genie Plus is individual lightning lanes. That's a bunch of bullshit. You're telling me that not only am I going to pay $15 a day to skip all the lines, but if I want to skip Rise of the Resistance, I have to pay $15 more per person? No, 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 no. That is stupid. Like, you're not going to make me pay extra money for these fancier rides. No. And, like, I'm just going to rope drop it. And, like, everyone else. No, you're yeah. not. The ride's going to be broken down. Yeah, like, you go to Rope Drop Rise, Rise is a very complex system. A very complex attraction. It has many parts and features that have to be working accordingly in order for the attraction to open. You know what I don't understand? How huh. is a ride not working first thing in the morning? Right? Okay, no Y'all had all night. 
the damn thing all night long. I understand if like it's been running and running and running and running and like, oh shit, it broke. It's been sitting there all night. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. touched the damn thing for hours. How yeah, does it I, break? <sighs> yeah. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Okay. Also, Slinky Dog Dash. Slinky Dog Dash is operating under a delayed opening. Great. We'll go ride Rise. Rise of the Resistance is not open right now. Great. We'll go ride Smugglers. This has nothing to do with Genie Plus, but I just hate that shit more than anything. All right. Number two. Number two was Gabrielle's. I said, what just isn't it for you, Gabrielle? And this woman says, uh, Mickey ears. Let's hear it, Gabrielle. Why don't you like Mickey ears? I don't know if they're classified as Mickey ears or mini ears. Cause I feel like 99% of them are like mini ears with the bows. I'm going to, I say mini ears. I'm going to, I'm going to call them mini ears. Um, they're just not it. One, they're so freaking expensive. They're expensive. Um, they're just like a niche. Like everybody has to have them. And what's the point? You have to take them off for every goddamn ride. Wow. You was this not the point of this episode? <laughs> I didn't expect you to drop the GD right there, but go for it, girl. Sorry, is this a family friendly podcast? No, never. I I will say they are uncomfortable. They are not. Yeah. They're, they're not the most comfortable thing to wear. Half of them are so freaking heavy, they don't stay on your head. Man, I was so excited to get the Mickey ears with the balloons, and the second I put them on in my head went, I was like, never mind. Yeah, they don't stay, like, I don't know who designs them, but. And how do, the, how do you guys make them look so good? Like, I feel like mine are always, like, turned down or turned back or crooked. If they're crooked, I'm going to snap them. Found that out the hard way the other day. But, yeah. yeah they're huge whenever you're trying to look like if i'm sitting behind someone in a ride i can't see around those mickey ears whenever you're watching a show i'm trying to like maneuver around everybody and their mickey ears in front of me i'm holding my kids up above everyone that has to have their mickey ears on like it's ridiculous they're so expensive and all my you gotta buy them for yourself and for your kids now and like you got to have the new ones, and it's just a fight for all these freaking Mickey ears. No. Sorry. Um, also, the tag on the Mickey ears. <laughs> it's like a CVS receipt. Why is it so damn long? Like, just tell me not to put it in the washer and let it on fire, and let's call it a day. <laughs> and throw a logo on there somewhere. Good God. <laughs> I don't know. I own one pair, and it's... I've literally, I haven't owned the beignet pair, and I've never had a beignet. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to take you to get a beignet when we went. You didn't want to go. Whatever. We're not having this fight right now. Uh, yeah, I don't mind Mickey ears. Gabrielle, they are not it for her. Next on the list, once again, Gabrielle's choice, but I can't not agree with her, is stroller parking. Just an all-around hot mess all day, every day. I feel like there has to be a better system for this. Like, the stroller parking, like, I, I just don't get it. It's never where, like, close to either the entrance or the exit for a ride. And, like, especially, like, when I am, like, hauling ass to get to a ride and, like, I'm 
<laughs> we're trying to like make it in time for our genie plus or like we're rope dropping something or like we're just hurrying up and it's like oh shit where's the stroller parking at like like it's, yeah especially when we when we waited for test track because it was under a delayed opening like we had to wait in that line outside of test track and then they opened test track so i had to like run the stroller to stroller parking then run back to line and find you guys and like it just doesn't make sense like the stroller parking for certain rides don't match up to like the closest like ride to it like Mm -hmm. i don't know how to explain like you're just kind of hunting for your stroller at some point and then like I understand, but, like, the CMs are going to come move your stroller at some point, and, like... Because you put it in the wrong spot, but the spots aren't clearly marked, so you don't know. Yeah, like, it's just a hot mess. I would like to say, though, stroller parking at Kilimanjaro Safaris, they have that shit on lock. You give them your stroller, and you will find it when you leave. No issue. That And, like, that, why can't they just do that? I like, have to pay look- everyone a lot more money. Put like a little stroller area at the exit of the ride. Yeah. Park your stroller at the exit. When you're done with the ride, there's your stroller. You know what else sucks? The no put, stroller rule put, in the land. Put your put it at the entrance of the ride then. Like the stroller parking is gonna be like in a random section of each land. And like you just have to park it there and like walk around and kind of find whatever ride you want to ride. And good luck finding a spot in the shade. Yeah, and you just kind of hope that your stroller's there when you get back. Yeah, and that there's not, like, creatures in it. Like, I saw numerous squirrels in strollers. Do not leave open food on your stroller and go ride a ride. Because, like, the animals will get in it. Yeah. And that's gross. Um... Yeah, and then in this bit, I just had shout out to Stroller Parking CMs. Um, you guys do an amazing job. I feel like this is probably the most inconvenient, stressful position you have in your attraction, and I'm sorry, but you guys are doing a good job. Yeah, but no, I was going back to the land. The stroller parking for the land is bullshit. You can't even take your stroller in. And there's, I mean, there's probably clear signage, and I just missed it. But good God, we got all the way up that hill, and they're like, oh, you can't take the stroller in here. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> you need to walk it all the way back down there. I was just like, yeah, that, was, that was stupid. Yeah, not my favorite. I mean, I get it. It's a small place, and I don't – I mean, there's there's an elevator, but I didn't see it, and it probably would just inconvenience everyone. But, yeah, there's that. Uh, next one, next thing that just isn't it for us, and I think the majority of people, is park hopping at 2 p.m. If I want to wake up, go to Magic Kingdom, <clears throat> have a cinnamon roll from Gaston's Tavern, and then leave and go to Animal Kingdom, then let me. Don't make me wait until 2 p.m. I don't understand how this is helping them at this point. Like, I understand, I don't. I understand when COVID was, like, more of an issue, why they needed to, like, that was my knee. Like, monitor the attendance? Yeah, monitor and, like, deal with the reservations and whatnot. But, like, why does it matter now? So, in that, do you think that park passes shouldn't exist, too? Because they kind of go hand in hand. That's how they monitor attendance. I get, like, the park passes, like, 
making sure there's only so many people in a park. But like, if I want to start my day at like Magic Kingdom and go get my cinnamon roll, and then I want to hop over somewhere else, then so be it. Like, why yeah. do I have to wait until two o'clock to hop to go there? And you know what's crazy now is that, say you have a Magic Kingdom Park Pass reservation, and you decide not to do anything until 2.15, 2.30, and you want to go to Epcot because you have park hoppers. You can't go to Epcot. You have to go scan your Magic Band at Magic Kingdom before you can go to Epcot. That's the, like... It's so dumb. So dumb. Like, just let me skip my Park Pass reservation for Magic Kingdom and let me go to Epcot. So dumb. Not it. Not it. That is definitely not it. Um, hopefully. Go ahead. I was moving on. Oh, I was going to say, hopefully that goes away soon. Just given that Phantasmic is back and all of these things are happening. But I doubt it. I think that that's probably here to stay for a while just to kind of control the crowds and whatever Bob Shapek wants to do with his life. I don't know. He sucks. Would you like to, would you like to rant about, um, Mickey's very merry Christmas party and Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Yeah. You weren't going to let me put this one on here. No, I don't agree with it, but, um, we're all about free speech here on Skyliner views. You don't agree with it? No. Um, I don't agree with the, uh, hollow or the Halloween party and the Christmas party. But that's just not it for me. And why not? I I don't know that I don't think they should exist. I feel like they just need to exist in a better way. Bold statement there, Cotton. I said maybe in a better way. Maybe not at all. I don't like how they exist right now. Especially, like, because I saw how it affected our day. Like, we were only, it was only, like, one day whenever we were there. Oh, Yeah. It was our last day, too. It was, like, the Halloween party. The one day we were there for, like, the Halloween party. Um, they start letting the people in that have the special events tickets at 4 o'clock. Sorry, I paid for a Magic Kingdom day. And now I didn't get, My ticket price was not reduced. I still paid full price to be here until 4 o'clock. Until, what, 7, 6? Yeah, I paid to be a, I made my park reservation for Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I got that Damn shit it. in there. Um, they start letting in these Halloween people at four o'clock. So now there's like hundreds and thousands of extra people in this park. Very and so crowded, like all these extra people. Like, why do I have to deal with all this overcrowded for this stupid Halloween party? Like, they're going to do the same shit for Christmas. Just put it on a separate day. Either like Magic Kingdom is closed this day where only the only people allowed on certain days is for the Christmas party. Like um, Tuesdays are Christmas party days now. You have to have a special ticket. You can come on Tuesdays. This is our entire Christmas party. Like I feel like that one, they could sell more tickets. And two, there's more exclusivity to it. You know what else? If you said, I'm just having the Halloween party on Tuesdays, 
And that Halloween party is from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. You could save money. You wouldn't have to pay, like, cash for all of those hours that you're already paying them for. Granted, Walt Disney World's a cash cow and they're going to do whatever's going to make them the most money. Duh. But, like, say you have that party from 3 to 11. You don't have to pay your staff to come in that morning. Your staff can have a break. They can have a literal break from work. Because they never get that. We know that cast members are overworked and overpaid. Or, oh, sorry. Overworked and underpaid. So, like, this could, like, work out if they wanted it to. They're not going to just have Magic Kingdom closed from, like, 9 to 3 o'clock, though. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a good thought. I'm saying from, like, nine o'clock until whatever the hours that magic kingdom is normally open on like Tuesdays and Thursdays for the month of whatever, whenever the uh, months that the Halloween party normally runs August, September, October, like for every Tuesday and Thursday, August, September, October, those are the Halloween party days. So magic kingdom is only Halloween parties on Tuesday and Thursdays. But, Gabrielle, what about the locals who can't get off of work until the weekend? Tough shit for them. Take the day. <laughs> Tough shit. If you can afford to be local and go to a Halloween party, then go. I like the way you think, Gabrielle. Screw all the locals. Like the, I'm trying to afford my once-in-a-lifetime trip to Disney, <laughs> Disney World. And I can't ride a goddamn ride because you let in these 5,000 extra people. Yeah, it is a lot of people. I think 5,000 is probably lowballing it, honestly. But yeah, we, just to like hit on this again, we, on our last day at Walt Disney World, we went to Magic Kingdom. And I think we we ended up at Hollywood Studios first, jumped to Magic Kingdom because we were on Main Street by 3 o'clock for the parade. And then I think we had a ride or two, and by, like, 5.30, we were all just like, no. Like, it was congested. We were sitting in Tomorrowland eating ice cream, and I just remember strollers everywhere. And just, like, because they set up, like, um, kiosks, you could say, I guess, to hand out wristbands for the Halloween party. So, like, those start to queue up quickly, and, like, everything just becomes very congested and very busy, and it sucks. I do agree with that. But on the flip side of this, if you are someone who is going to the Halloween party, then I say get a park pass reservation for Magic Kingdom. My dad and I actually did this. We went to the Halloween party and we decided just to go to Magic Kingdom for the day. I'm pretty sure we rode every ride like three times because um, no one's going to want to go because they're going to have to leave early. So what's the point in going? Why would you want to go and ride the same ride three times? <laughs> because... It's Magic Kingdom. Who cares? What? You can just chill. Okay. We were, we were, why, why do I want to ride that three times, though? Because you're dead. You're frozen. I'm assuming she's saying, actually, Gabby, you're right. And that is not fun to ride the same ride. I'm back. Times. I know. I is was Gabrielle back yet? I'm going to text Gabrielle. I don't know what's happening right now. 
see if we can kick her out of our stream and add her back to our stream. Nope. I cannot. Please hold. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, Derpy 501st, but um, I lost Gabrielle. This is what happens when you, uh, I need to call her Wi-Fi and see what the heck is going on with it. I'm going to kick her out. I wonder if she'll get mad. I don't know what to do. Oh, I guess we might have gotten rid of her. And she's back. Did you hear that? Yeah, that echo was really bad. Yeah, it's gone now, though. Um, Back to where we were. Derpy501 says the last time we went to Disney World was the opening summer of the Avatar section at Animal Kingdom. That was 217. I cannot imagine being at Animal Kingdom for this because it's already like a small park. Yeah, I know that. And the, like, the wait times for the Avatar, whenever. My that's when my cousins went and they waited hours upon hours for Avatar, like an ungodly amount of hours for Avatar, which I love me some flight of passage, but I will not wait more than like 40 minutes for it. Yeah, I also will not wait very long for it. I think we've ridden it enough. We've got all of our rides in and we're good. I'm I curious. I'll say I won't do a trip without Flight of Passage, but I won't wait more than, like, 40 minutes for it. Yeah, you timed it just right when Animal Kingdom was closing. I think you only waited, what, a half hour, maybe? Yeah. That's when I tried cheeseburger pods, and my life was changed. All right. Um, the, the sun to shade ratio in Toy Story Land... <laughs> Yeah, no good shade in Toy Story Land. Let's be real honest about this. They should sell an extra bottle of sunscreen while they're at it. It's bad. I thought we also said this was an issue in Animal Kingdom. It is. Um, oh, he got the Flight of Passage. He got the Fast Passes to ride Flight of Passage. Jealous. That would be so helpful right now as... Waking up at 7 really sucks. Um, yeah, it's just hot in Toy Story Land. There's not a lot. The only place you can really find shade is when you're in line for Toy Story, um, Slinky Dog Dash, and Swirling Saucers. And, like, there's, like, two tables at Woody's Lunchbox that have shade. And it's so annoying. I don't like it. And I am calling for change. I'm writing a petition. Um, like Gabrielle was saying, there's also an issue of shade at Animal Kingdom. I don't think it's that bad at Animal Kingdom, though. Like, it's just hot everywhere all the time. Animal Kingdom is the hottest park. Yeah, I feel like I sweat more at Animal Kingdom than any other park. Yeah, it's known like as, it, like, the hotter. 
I don't feel like I spend enough time in Toy Story Land to really notice it. I do. And it sucks. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of shade in Animal Kingdom. It's just... It's just hot at Animal Kingdom. How's Slinky's roller coaster, Gabrielle? That's a solid 7.5 out of 10. I'd give it a 9. A 9 out of 10. I'm not a big, like, roller coaster person. I hate roller coasters that go upside down and make your stomach flip-flop. And Slinky Dog Dash. Like, it's a solid, like, kid. It's a step up from, like, little kid. What's the Barnstormer? Yeah. Like kitty coasters, kind of. And it's like fun Toy Story. Like, it's not a scary one. You can, like, convince your kids it's going to be fun still, but it's also, like, exhilarating kind of roller coaster. Yeah, I like it. It's It's fun. Rock and roller coaster thriller kind of. Our um, our youngest was super excited to write it all day, and then I think he was kind of shocked at how intense it was when he wrote it. <laughs> Just turned four. Yeah, but Slinky Dog Dash, excellent roller coaster in our opinion. Gabrielle, what is the next thing that isn't it for you? Um. The demolition of primeval world. That's some straight up bullcrap. Um, as as soon as they took that shit down, when they closed that off, Dino Land USA just it was gone. It was done. It went to shit. It was. We went there. We spent like ten minutes there. The only reason we even stayed there was to see your super little dinosaur chipmunks. They're so cute. There is nothing left there now. Like that roller or that ride was the epitome of, there's a bug like flying across my screen. That's cute. That ride was the epitome of Dino Land USA. And they just tore it down. Like they're. I mean, they're still carnival games. You just like have to pay to play them and that sucks. Exactly. I'm literally paying you out the ass right now to, you couldn't even give me, I don't need to win the prize. I, I just want to play some carnival games. I want to win the prize. You're telling me I couldn't have just, like, you can't take the prize away and I can't just play some carnival games. Or You're how about this? I just no, give you $12. Sorry. I'm making an addendum to this. That's my other thing. That's just not it. That you have carnival games that I have to pay an extra price for. Like, you're telling me I came to this carnival that you set up at Disney World. I already paid money for, and I have to pay more money to play the carnival games. You set the damn thing up for me. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they're saying, actually. But no, they it was now what? It's a big old stroller parking lot. That's mm-hmm. now yeah. they're just get rid of the it's whole thing. I'm not even up not to bitch about stroller parking, but Jesus Christ. I don't really care about Dino Land USA, but like. That, and it was just like a fun roller coaster. It was like colorful and happy, and there was just dinosaurs and spinning and like laughing children everywhere. And it was just a fun family ride. And now it's just depressing and a big empty spot. But there's nothing. I left. am so sad for you. Yeah. 
Um, Derpy Five O First once again says, "Big Star Wars guy was a fan of the making of Star Wars Land, but it focused on the sequels, and it's a small section, so it's just disappointing because they could bank harder on the trilogies." We are not like huge Star Wars people by any means. I mean, we've watched the movies a couple times, and definitely are into like Star Wars. I'm making my way through Clone Wars right now. I do enjoy Galaxy's Edge. I think it's a great land. Um, I love Rise of the Resistance. I am an operations nerd, so I love all of it. I love the immersiveness of it. I love all of the intricacies that go into it. It is pretty small. I think they could have just built a whole new theme park with just Star Wars if they wanted to, but they went the lazy route. Gabrielle, do you have anything to say? About Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. No, I just focused on... uh, Do you have anything to say about Peter Pan? Yeah, you know what else is in it? Um, Waiting in line for 20 minutes. For more than 20 minutes for Peter Pan. It's a cute attraction. But it lasts less than two minutes, I feel like. And it's not worth it. And that's that. See, that that's your choice. You literally get to choose how long you wait in line for rides. That's where that genie plus comes um, in. I'm go ahead. I'm still here. That's where your genie plus comes in mm-hmm. and you get to make a uh, lightning line, whatever it's called for Peter Pan. And then you don't have to wait more than 20 minutes for your ride. Correct. Um, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, great queue. Wonderful interactive queue for kids and everyone who are waiting for an hour and a half in this line. But I'm just not a fan of waiting that long for this attraction. Like, from open till the time it closes, that attraction is posted 45 minutes all day. If not more. And I don't know why. Your cat's being so cute right now. How precious. She's always. Um, You know exactly. Always has such a long wait. Because people want to fly in the air like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Do you have a, um, a tenth one? Because I forgot to put one on. (laughs) They're not taking Peter Pan away. Peter Pan is here to stay. I don't know why, but it is. Um, no, but you have one more on here. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, everyone was so excited for the Wookiee cookie at Backlot Express at Hollywood Studios. And everyone's just like, oh, it's just an oversized oatmeal cream pie. like, But it's really, really good. No, this, see, this is not how we're doing this. You're going to you're going to be honest with our listeners right now or I'm going to take over. You start this over right now and you tell them the truth. I wanted to try the wookie cookie cuz everyone said it was good but like I'm Everybody, not a big fan. You said you had to have this wookie cookie. I did. Everybody said it was so good and you had to have it. And who told you it was just an oatmeal cream pie? I don't know. Okay. Who told me it was just an oatmeal cream pie? Your wife. Oh, what? I knew it was going into it. 
Mm-hmm. But, like, it's kind of messy, and it's too big to eat, and I wasn't a fan. The kids didn't even eat all of it, which was wild to me, because they love sugar. I don't feel like they love that much sugar. Like, eh, I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's it's overpriced. It was, like, $7 for that thing. Disney. I feel like it's really not that, like, overpriced. Like, that was a big-ass cookie. It was very big, And it was, like, an oatmeal cream pie, so it was, like, two cookies together. And, like, I mean, it literally just tasted like an oatmeal cream pie. But that that thing was huge. And, yeah, I don't like oatmeal cream pies, but you got your $7 oatmeal cream pie. You're frozen again. This is my podcast now. If I get kicked out, I'm leaving and never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then eating that too. Ba bum bum bum. I made it back. Um, yeah, so we're having internet problems, so I think it's probably a good time to just call this. Um, don't like the Wookiee cookie, that's where we're gonna stay on that. It doesn't hit for me. Does you don't like the Wookiee cookie or you don't like the price of it? I don't like I don't like the fanfare over the Wookiee cookie. It was not worth it. It's just an oatmeal cream pie. And after you eat a whole ass lunch at Backlot Express, it's not worth it. No, not at all. That has been our nine things that are not it at Walt Disney World. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, We look forward to seeing you guys next week. I have no idea what we're covering, but I'm sure it'll be something grand. Um. As always, follow us over on social media at Skyline Reviews, and we will see you next week. Have a good week, everybody.